I don't know. There's clearly a thing behind this, but I saw this meme that was like a person like holding up this sign and it said like, Travis, like, have you oiled your cuticles? Yeah. Was that, was that Cirque Colors? Yes, it was Cirque. It was Cirque. Yeah, Cirque. (laughs) Travis, oil your (laughs) cuticles. Travis, did you oil your cuticles? I'm like, I don't know what this is in reference to, but I love it. But I like it. Did you oil your cuticles, Travis? Hi, welcome to Two Lacquered Ladies, the podcast about nail polish and nail art by the ladies who stream it. I'm Stephanie, aka Fanaticure, on every social media platform that matters. I'm an unprofessional nail artist, and I like to make fan art on my nails. Howdy, my name is Danny, and you can find me as Danny Shout online. I'm a science educator by day and a nail art hobbyist by night. On stream, I like to create scenes with themes on my nails. All right, welcome back, everybody. It's two lacquered ladies. Welcome back. We're lacquered. Lacquered. We're ladies. ladies. (laughs) (laughs) We're ready to party. (laughs) We're having a great Pride Month, and I hope that everyone else is too. Watched a great movie last Friday. Oh my goodness. Never seen it before. That was so good. I was so excited. (laughs) Oh my goodness. So like, we have been watching all Pride movies this month. We had to skip the first one because it was my sister's birthday, um, so I had to go be there. But we have been watching all of my favorite gay movies movies that I grew up with and some of you might not know that I grew up with um a lot of things that like most small children don't um (laughs) these movies are part of that however I really I really think and I think Daniel backed me up on this every single one of them we've watched actually has been a 90s movie yeah and unlike a lot of 90s movies they did not age like milk they aged no. like fine wines. Beautifully. Beautifully. In fact, I like, honestly, you think of 90s movies, you think of a lot of stereotypes and people being the butt of jokes and all that kind of stuff. But these movies celebrated while also making lots of great jokes and making light of dark situations, but not ignoring that they were dark situations. It just was beautifully balanced movies. Like they just told really great stories had really great characters and i'm so glad i got to watch them with friends it was awesome i'm so glad you like them and you're absolutely right we watched priscilla queen of the desert or the adventures of priscilla queen of the desert but i never call it that (laughs) we watched priscilla (laughs) (laughs) we watched but i'm a cheerleader and we watched tu wong fu thanks for everything julie newmar the next one i think we're gonna do is the birdcage because i wanted to watch this documentary called the celluloid closet which is wonderful but everybody wants to watch the birdcage and turn it so do i we love the bird <laughs> so do i um and the thing is is that like there is this idea in the history of queer filmmaking where you know that the term kill your gaze which comes mm-hmm. from a lot of things including the history of the Hayes code there was a law in the united states for movie making where if you showed queer people they either had to be a villain or they had to basically be punished for their heinous crimes <laughs> of living so as themselves ridiculous it was ridiculous it absolutely was and of course there is a lot to be said about about that and how that is not a good thing a modern example of something kind of like that is Brokeback Mountain just super downer it, it is an important story a, a good story but it's not a affirming, fun, 
story that I want to watch with my friends. And there was this spirit when I was watching queer movies in the 90s. I was raised in a dance studio, mostly by gay men and um, my mother as well. And in the 90s, there was the spirit of the Hayes Code had, of course, been lifted. Queer people were becoming more and more accepted in society, in some cases, a little more than even today in some cases. And so most of the movies that I grew up with were incredibly affirming, were joyous. Danny knows that now. Um, Yes. And they showed these really difficult situations. And and a lot of these were made by queer people. Uh, Most of them were. The only one I'm not sure about is Tu Wong Fu, but Tu Wong Fu, I don't care. Um, It's so good. It's so good. Uh, (laughs) It's so good. But the experiences presented in these movies could be very, very serious. You know, the very serious danger that gay men and trans women face, the very, you know, serious dangers that are posed by conversion therapy programs and camps and things like that, but made by queer people in a way where we are processing our pain through uplifting stories, through comedy a lot of the time, and Mm. none of these movies was a gay killed. (laughs) Right. I loved that. They were the heroes. They were the heroes. They were fully the main characters and the heroes. Did they have comedic moments? Yes but so did all the other characters too you know what i mean they weren't they weren't played as a joke which is really nice to see because i did not grow up with queer movies and in fact the only movie i remember seeing a representation of gay man in was revenge of the nerds it was revenge of the nerds oh oh what a fraught movie <laughs> yes it's hilarious and problematic all the way through mm-hmm. um <laughs> and that one the the gay character and that is kind of the only exposure i had and he obviously all the characters are played as a joke but especially he is played as a joke you know what i mean you know i actually i'm gonna kind of have to well no one will disagree with you on that i do think that you're right however the gay character in that movie um his name's lamar and that's right i love him um that movie don't just unless you got a real strong stomach for that thing don't um however i actually (laughs) found the the character character of Lamar to be an incredibly affirming character and one of the least problematic parts of that movie. Um, Mm. And I'll tell you why. First off, um, there's some extremely problematic parts of that movie so in comparison yeah i guess in comparison to the whole movie yeah (laughs) almost everything's less problematic but also um although lamar is played as a very over-the-top gay man um Mm -hmm. he also is portrayed as positive incredibly talented an incredible performer, singer, and also in Revenge of the Nerds as a character of a child genius who is sent to college. And him and Lamar are presented as uh, very good friends. Lamar really looks after this child. and I forgot about that. Yeah. And not once is anybody saying anything about him being a danger to this child. I completely forgot about that character. It's all really wholesome. <laughs> I I was also raised on Revenge of the Nerds. Like, okay. and I watched it so many times um, because it was very representative of my mother's college experience. So she really enjoyed it. And of course, I really enjoyed it at the time. But (laughs) yeah, like I said, it's not even just like you look at Revenge of the Nerds and it's so it's so hard because like on some parts it's like, yeah, and then 
and then there's just like actually unforgivable stuff yes yes um my my whole point is like that was literally the only gay character i remember from movies growing up like i just had so little exposure and it was just nice to be like oh there are good movies (laughs) as you said did not age like milk So we watched Tu Wong Fu, Thanks for Everything, Julie Newmar, which is a mouthful of a title. Um, (laughs) (laughs) These all are, aren't they? (laughs) Yeah. And it was my first time watching the movie. I had actually seen a review of it uh, by Trixie Mattel, who is my favorite drag queen. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, So I knew it was a good movie and I knew it was a positive movie for the gay community because Trixie liked it. Um, I did not realize just how how freaking good it was gonna be i'd like to argue that these this movie is not about drag queens though because what drag queen stays in drag the entire time (laughs) especially on a trip through the middle of america with yeah very scary people (laughs) i I agree i think there's another word a little bit of a little bit of hollywood happening here not quite understanding but that's that's okay it made for a great movie and and an excuse to see these three beautiful men in beautiful drag for the whole movie it was great (laughs) so yeah it's the story of these two more successful older drag queens adopting a little a little latin boy in a dress as they put it (laughs) (laughs) a latin boy in a dress why are you crying why are you crying (laughs) the drag princess chi chi um and they only had two plane tickets but they wanted to bring their new their new little Latin boy in a dress along with them. Um, sorry, that that is the funniest line. <laughs> we were dying. <laughs> um, so they trade the plane tickets for a old Cadillac that they were warned would not make it from New York to Los Angeles, but they took it anyway because aesthetics. Absolutely, <laughs> can relate, queens. <laughs> Yes, can relate queens. And so they start driving and they end up getting a little bit lost and breaking down in the middle of the country. And boy, howdy, was that a familiar scene? Um, It's where my family's from on my dad's side is Nebraska, uh, Oklahoma area. Yeah, no, that was accurate. My (laughs) I loved the little Midwesterners. They played them really well. They perfect little midwesterners because they all seem so friendly and genuine and then as soon as like you talk to them for more than two minutes they start talking crap about each other yes oh that lady (laughs) that's just sitting there and being like that's that person that's that's that that person's problem that person's problem oh that's so accurate well because when your town's that small you got nothing else to do and so it was it was hilarious the whole town just kind of followed these drag queens around just watching them because like that's how bored they are and it's true it's accurate (laughs) yes like there's just like a little crowd a little moving (laughs) yeah if it was an animated film it'd just be the same like cell of background characters and they just like kind of move them um yeah it was hilarious but yeah so they end up getting to know the town because of course the town doesn't have Cadillac parts and they have to wait for it to come in. Um, and they get to know these little Midwesterners and their problems and help them along the way. And I, I just, uh, <laughs> there's this one line, I think it was Noxima again. Noxima. Uh, it's just the best. That's the best. Just the best. <laughs> best queen. Wesley Snipes, um, who plays Noxima. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know any actors' names, so I just know the characters, but uh, absolutely wonderful. At one point, she says, it just takes 
some fairy magic or just a couple of fairies or something like that. Sometimes and you just need a fairy. That's yeah. <laughs> it was so good because the town gets together and like gets over some of their problems and oh the strawberry festival. Yeah. That was fabulous. Everybody dresses up. It was the whole town goes drag and it's so good. <laughs> yeah, because there is a, a corrupt police officer after them. Yeah. Who, that part was incredibly real. I won't go into too many details, but he's trying to find these drag queens because they basically left him for dead for good reason, to be honest. Mm-hmm. It was admittedly a really silly scene in which he was in danger. Like I, he wasn't in no real world would he be in danger. But um, yeah, they they fled the scene of a possible crime but yeah. not really on their part <laughs> exactly exactly they they fled the scene of a self-defense gone too far yes yeah and uh but he does survive it and he's looking for them and the best part you can actually find this gif if you look for um what is it what was it places where gay men yeah list where to find homos i think is how he worded it of course he's writing in sharpie on a notebook in like huge kindergarten handwriting it's oh it's hilarious (laughs) yeah i want to read some of the places to find homos yeah (laughs) there's flower shops yeah flower Um, shops was one of them (laughs) was flight attendant like flight attendant lounges lounges um (laughs) ballet schools (laughs) it was just such a quick shot of it and i didn't i all you know me even the audience that listens, I assume, knows me. I I sneeze for a second, and and then suddenly Bella's in Italy. In Italy, and so somebody's like, "Oh my god, that list!" And I was like, "Wait, wait!" So of course we spent like three minutes going back, and yes, <laughs> there we go. I found it. I found it. Flower shops, ballet schools, flight attendants. This is my favorite one. Restaurants for brunch. <laughs> Where is the lie? (laughs) Antique shops. I also love how incredibly wholesome this list is. Oh, I know. It sounds like a great day. That was probably one of my favorite, like, relationships in the movie was Nagzima and uh, the little old lady who doesn't talk, but she starts talking to Nagzima and she opens up and they they bond over actresses and movies and oh it's so wholesome and adorable oh my goodness Clara Clara is the old woman's Clara. name and that's it that scene where she talks to her it was yes <laughs> she sits down next to her to this woman who cannot respond and just like starts talking about movies just non-stop mm-hmm. and everything and I was like oh my gosh it's me I'm Noxima. <laughs> this is the dream captive audience where I just go on and on and on about movies. <laughs> and they just sit there going, mm-hmm. but of course, yeah, Clara was super into it. Because before that, Clara was running away from Noxima in the, f- oh my God, that was hilarious. So we have Noxima in full drag with the heels. So of mm-hmm. course, can't go very fast. And then we have Clara, this little old lady, also can't go very fast. <laughs> Clara's running away from Noxima. Noxima's trying to give her back a picture she dropped. And she does a U-turn. Noxima, are you doing a U-E? Are you doing a U-E? She can't keep up with her. Oh my god. 
Oops, that was so funny. It was so cute. <laughs> but yeah, at the end, you know, the cop shows up and he's like, he has yeah. a shoe, which we're all like, how did they leave a shoe? He's like, they left him yeah. for dead. Like, they don't need, like, get the shoe. How do you not notice you left your shoe? <laughs> like, it was a heel. <laughs> like, how are you not noticing this? Um, anyway, so he gets to the town and, you know, he's like saying, who owns this shoe? Who owns this shoe? And everyone in town comes up and it's an I'm Spartacus moment. I'm a drag yes. queen. I'm a drag queen. I'm a drag queen. <laughs> I loved that. Even the, um, what was his name? Jimmy, Jimmy Joe? Jimmy John? Jimmy Jew? Not <laughs> Definitely sure. not Jimmy John because I kept wanting to call him that. <laughs> he runs the restaurant and he's this big man even he comes forward and is like that's my shoe yeah. he's <laughs> like i'm a drag yeah. queen over here <laughs> he like touches his he chest and... rubbing himself oh my god i was like yes <laughs> was so cute. i loved that so much so yeah it yeah. was it was a beautiful night incredibly affirming if you have not watched too long foo uh you should it's you know the three main drag queens are patrick swayze john leguizamo and wesley snipes and i'm sure you know those names uh probably and <laughs> given our demographic usually um usually usually <laughs> usually so uh if if you're like wait what those those guys in drag in a wonderful affirming queer movie yes anyway let's move on because we have other things to talk about we do yeah like the fact that we have had some awesome new people in the chat we always do um of course uh we have lacquer dactyl who when we were (laughs) they, they showed up in our chat um he has an amazing instagram and has gotten like like doubled his followers in like the past nice. week or something um congratulations yeah and and with good reason his pictures are incredible and they're amazing but uh yeah he was a listener to the podcast and showed up to bingo and then the next day i was editing the podcast and i found a sound clip of me being like oh mm-hmm. someone followed me named lacquer dactyl that's a cool name i'm gonna follow yeah. him back <laughs> i remember <laughs> and i was like ah <laughs> it's you. you yeah it was you uh so so that's been great and getting to know him has been really fun so definitely mm-hmm. check him out uh super cool genuine fun dude uh, a zookeeper making manis and holding snakes and <laughs> um it's right up my our alley yeah absolutely oh, it, oh it, i'm definitely down for that um best friends are zookeepers well what one is a former zookeeper. She is now a teacher. Um, I brought her over to the dark side, but... Why'd you do it? Why'd you do it? Because <laughs> believe it or not, zookeepers get paid less than teachers. It's mm. some nonsense. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> We've also had Summer, owner, creator of Plus Life Lacquer, showing up to streams. She has a good time. She is fun. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> it's, been, it's been so wonderful getting to know Summer. You know, Danny and I have actually been noticing Plus Life Lacquer for a while because, mm-hmm. um, well, I am fanatic here. I am a fan of things. <laughs> Plus Life Lacquer came on the scene as somebody who is making polishes inspired by things much like i make mm-hmm. manicures inspired by things so uh, specifically games mostly exactly. although i think there might be some other mm-hmm. 
uh, things coming that are not game based. But yeah. Well, the reason that I finally bought from them was because they made something not game based, which was their Bell (laughs) Cravings collection, which is still available. And it is an eight piece set of Taco Bell polishes. And I am obsessed with Taco Bell. Um, Husbando and I love Taco Bell. We had an incredibly beautiful date. It was around the time we got married. We don't really know if it was before or after when they released the Doritos Locos Taco. And I wanted to go at midnight when it like released. And we lived really, really close to Taco Bell headquarters. So the Taco Bell restaurant we went to was a flagship Taco Bell restaurant. And so we got there and there were people, we weren't expecting this. We did not know this was going to happen. There were people wearing Doritos Locos tacos, (laughs) like big foam taco hats, which I still regret not asking if I could buy or have. They gave us free t-shirts They gave us $5 gift cards to buy our tacos. There was a taco eating contest. And like, we just literally thought like they're open 24 hours a day. So let's go at midnight and get our, get our, get our DLT baby, which (laughs) happens to be the name of one of the polishes. I bought that one. Um, In fact, I believe my package has arrived. I need to go check my mailbox, but I think I might go get some tacos first so that I can do a little photo shoot because <laughs> that would make me so happy yes oh my god Danny if you do that we can put side by side pictures of you with your taco manis and me with my taco manis because okay perfect time to talk about this to taco okay. about this um <laughs> first off I want to make a public service (laughs) announcement because uh, there were a lot of people in chat when I was using that collection that are like, I eat Taco Bell every day. And then I was like, oh, yeah, the app is great. And they were like, oh, I should check out the app. If you go to Taco Bell frequently and you're not using the app, you are wasting time and precious money. Uh, yes <laughs> you're gonna like the way you talk about i guarantee it if you get the app um not only it's, do, awesome. it's i can't like i just cannot express enough how much money we <laughs> save how cheap it is to go to taco bell if you mm-hmm. use the app there are deals and combos you can't get through the drive-thru and then you get extra rewards sorry very passionate about taco bell well it reminds me of the moon cat rewards program i don't know i slept on it for some reason i like i signed up but i didn't really pay that much attention dude it's so easy to get free polish like it does not take very many points to get a free bottle of polish i was i was very surprised so thank you moon cat thank you taco bell for having excellent reward program (laughs) yes thank you taco bell um but also (laughs) On the app, (laughs) at least two years ago or about a year and a half ago when I started streaming, on the app, they always had hand models holding their tacos with beautiful manis. Um, And so when I very first started, yeah, I think before Danny even ever saw me, when I very first started, I did a Taco Bell Manny. You can go way back in my Instagram to see it. And I actually was like running more or less a campaign on my Instagram, adding Taco Bell and being like, Taco Bell, I live right by your headquarters. Look at my nails. Please let me hold your tacos. And I will say it one more time. Taco Bell. Please let me hold your tacos. Please, I have, I have, I have perfect nail polish now. Let me hold yeah. your tacos. My my nails are oh my beautiful. Gosh. I'll make them any shape you want. I don't care. Let me, <laughs> just let me hold your tacos on your app. Just 
Just let me. I just want one picture. I just want one picture of me. Oh, oh! I also want one other thing. I'm I also a little bit. <laughs> I also want the double decker taco back, and so does Summer plus Life Lacquer, um, because I commented trying to get into that giveaway she was doing, and I was. Oh yeah, yeah. She asked what your favorite me- menu item was, and I was like, I think about the double decker taco like Rose thinks about Jack at the end of Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> my heart will go on but i am of course heartbroken um but no summer has been so fun to hang out with she came to stream we had such a good time we've been chatting and we're hoping to have her on the podcast and yeah um yeah it's just it's been so wonderful we've we've met so many like i say this all the time but god the people we meet danny they're just oh it's fantastic it is so it is so good they're has been like no issues you know what i mean <laughs> like so so benign have the issues been that i they they average out to zero um which is amazing for an online community it really is um so i am so i'm feeling hashtag blessed um <laughs> absolutely hashtag blessed <laughs> um i have not been streaming as much as i'd like i i took on two classes in a five-week semester so um i'm dying please send help but i did manage to stream a very special event and you joined me for it I and did. that was climbing polish mountain oh my goodness i don't think i would have survived if you didn't join honestly uh we ended up going for five and a half hours which for you know for a lot of streamers that's kind of a normal amount of time (laughs) but not for me yeah and not for painting nail polish oh boy like (laughs) the fumes they were getting to me uh we did so it was the seventh anniversary of climbing polish mountain this is the second year that i've participated i did 115 layers total (sighs) with um 52 actual polishes with layers of top and base in between um i did Unlike last year's, I did actually leave it on for a full 24 hours to try and get better peelies, and they came out pretty good. They still look like kind of like shriveled up dead beetles, but not as bad as last year's. Have you so- posted <laughs> pictures of those? Polish Mountains on my Instagram. No, I mean the the peelies. Oh, the peelies? I don't think I have a peelies by themselves. Let me, let me grab them. They're always close by. You should, because I want to see them, and uh, I believe that means other people would as well. My little cup of peelies. I keep them in this like antique teacup for some reason. I don't I know like why. It. It's just... <laughs> I think I originally wanted this to be my water marbling cup because I thought it'd be cute and quirky. And then I realized like it's going to be really hard to clean. Look, you know, um... it's disgusting when people keep all their peelies in a big peely bag. But you know what's not yes, disgusting is. is a big wad of peeled off nail polish in a teacup. In a teacup. It's adorable. It's adorable. Um, completely. Or pressed into a journal. Normal. You know, like... <laughs> It's totally normal. Absolutely yeah, these normal. Peel- <laughs> these peelies are a little more satisfying than last year. They still have the curve of my nail. Oh, I love it. Um, yeah, they, they're a little bit, they're better than last year. And I, people keep telling me to make jewelry out of them. And I, I don't want to. I do, but I don't. Like, I want someone else to make jewelry out of them because it sounds like a lot of work and more supplies that I have to buy and I just don't want to do it. <laughs> we just so, need to glue them onto a tiara. And exactly. Be done. I think I want to get a, cheap tiara and just start gluing these on um <laughs> honestly like you can get a really good tiara for like not expensive like right like i can i can source a, a tiara i'm just doing some asmr 
peely dropping into my teacup. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hope our audience enjoyed that. <laughs> I'm sure they did. The the soothing sound. Let me know if you want a uh, lo-fi <laughs> peely's dropping into a teacup while you sleep track. Oh, yes. Yeah, I do. For, for personal use. Oh, why did I just say that? Now that people are going to want it. <laughs> <laughs> you just made more work for yourself. But we haven't just had new friends. We also we also are going to be seeing the return of a dear old member of the family, our grandpa. <gasps> Grandpa's coming back, baby. Thank you, Envy Lacker. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> oh my goodness. So for the third time, Envy Lacker is bringing back Grandpa's Garden. Okay, well, for the second time, they're bringing it back. But this is the third time it's going to be in polished pickup. And one thing that I think some of the audience knows, some of the audience doesn't know, is that the reason you're listening to this is Grandpa's Garden. Yeah. That is the reason you are listening right now, because... Both Danny and I were so taken by Grandpa's Garden that that is the reason we shopped Polish Pickup the first time that Grandpa's Garden was released. And I believe that was May 2022. No. 2020. No. Yes? 2020. Yes. 2022. 22? Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. 20. Yes. 2022. 2022. Okay. Um, yes. Yes. Sorry. I'm like. What year is it? I have no idea what time. time. Okay. This. I am a teacher on summer break. Time does not exist to me anymore. It, it's gone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It will not matter again until August 1st. <laughs> yes. So it was March 2022. And uh, I decided, you know what? I'm going to do a polished pickup shop along, just like Mediocre Manny's does. Yeah. <laughs> and I I got on to Polish Pickup and, you know, I opened it up and I get on stream and it was, they've actually changed this. It was like eight pages. Yeah. And I, within like half an hour, I was like, A, I'm done. B, I thought this was going to be like an hour at the beginning of my stream, but actually it's going to be like three hours. Yep. It is the stream. <laughs> it is the stream. And so, like, I was alone. Um, you know, I had a, a pretty active audience, but not a huge audience or anything. So I was just like, I hate this. I hate this. But I'm committed. And I had at least one person there that was like, I'm doing this with you. So I'm like, I gotta do it now. And then Danny raided me and said, like, hey, maybe we could do this together next time. And I'm like, yes. Yes. And I gotta say, like, oh, the streamer who's bigger than me wants to work with me. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fun i i forgot i guess i did have more followers than you at that point and you have you are now i think a hundred uh, or a hundred plus followers bigger than i am now um so it is funny how that <laughs> it all like ties together and stuff like that yeah yeah like i was just like so flattered and i was like yeah 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 absolutely so that then the next time we did the shop along together we did it on danny's stream and then danny said why don't we do it on your stream and then i said hey i know this guy jarvis johnson who does uh this really fun bingo thing while he's watching stuff why don't we try doing a bingo it'd be fun and like the the rest was history yeah bingo's great bingo started it all i mean golly it's (laughs) been like a staple now for over well over a year yeah and this is our 20th episode danny 
Oh, yeah, it is. Do you remember (laughs) when, when I proposed to you? I was so excited, but also like, what the heck are we going to (laughs) say? Well, I messaged Danny and I said, because Danny is a very, very busy woman. She's a busy adult with many important things to do. And I messaged her and I said, Danny, I know you don't want to hear this, but I think we should start a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) No, I was thrilled. I was just like, oh, this will be a fun experiment because who can talk about nail polish for that long? Um, We don't. To be completely honest, we don't we don't talk about nail polish for that long, but we talk for that long. (laughs) We make it happen. (laughs) No, we are your nail friends. So we're going to talk about nail polish and we're going to talk about friends and yeah, and our lives and and everything. Mm -hmm. But you replied to me because it was it was topical at the time. You replied to me with that gif of the cast member at Disneyland Paris who broke up that engagement by running through the people and grabbing the ring. Um, Why did I send that? Because, like, you were saying that the guy who was stealing the ring was, like, your schedule. Oh! (laughs) Uh, But we made it work. We did. I do love to communicate in gifts. It's one of my absolute favorite things to do. Even, I was, so what I used to have to do at work because the teachers chat with each other on a little Google chat um, application. And, oh, we are we are naughty on there. We, we talk smack all the time. Um, <laughs> but I used to have to download GIFs to react to things with. And now they're actually built into the chat. That was like one of the happiest days of my work life. I was like, oh, yes, I don't have to download GIFs anymore. <laughs> I can just send them directly. <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. And it's so funny, like the little things and the little Mm -hmm. things that are going to be like our, you know, okay, well, not our grandchildren, but somebody's grandchildren is going to be like, (laughs) it's going to be like, wait, that was a thing. People, that was a thing that people did. Uh, Let me go to Envy Lacquer and see if I can find any more information about um, Grandpa's Garden Trio. Yes, the trio. It'll be a sad day. When sending reaction gifts is as irrelevant as trying to stretch the cord on the phone into your room and close the door so that your mom couldn't hear you. Do you, do you, do you think that that day will come? Okay, well. I don't know. I I mean, it has to. It has to eventually, but I feel like. That or it's going to completely go, you know, double down and we are only going, it's going to go back to like hieroglyphics. Like we're not even going to speak with words anymore. It's just going to be pictures. And (laughs) I sure hope so. (laughs) Okay. So on top of grandpa's garden being released, Mm -hmm. Envy Lacquer is also releasing, they're also releasing a trio. And Mm. it seems to me that grandpa's garden is actually a part of that trio. Um, Mm -hmm. So for Polish Pickup this month, a lot of makers, almost all the makers, are releasing a Polish to Polish Pickup and then also releasing a Polish on either their own website or sometimes on somebody else's website in the event that they are friends with that person and they don't have their own website and don't want to deal with it. Um, So it looks like we have the original Grandpa's Garden, Mm -hmm. beautiful, green, jelly base, uh, multicolors of iridescent flakies. And then just uh, packed with reflective glitter in the best way, in the way that we love, (laughs) 
Um, and then it looks like, I don't know the stories behind these other ones, but I'm hoping we find out soon. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm looking right now on the Instagram. They're just mixing it. So it's kind of hard to tell what this is going to be exactly. But we have Ghosty. These are available July 9th, by the way. We have Ghosty. And then we have, ooh, Euphorbia. I love that (laughs) name because it's weird. That's cool. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, it's called, you know what? I experience, I feel like I experience euphorbia a lot when I look at my Furby behind me (laughs) because (laughs) Furbies are like angels. Furbies Um, are like angels. And we will not explain further. (laughs) I don't think of you as a man. I don't think of you as a woman. I think of you as a Furby. (laughs) (laughs) That was a too Wong Fu joke, everybody. Get on our level. There are layers to the layers. We're like an onion over here. <laughs> or a parfait. But yeah, so we'll, we'll know more about this later. There's not much to say about it um, right now, except for it's happening. I'm here yes. for it. Um, Get ready. I'm ready. Shut up and take my money. Envy lacquer. <laughs> and that's that's been a struggle lately. Um, everybody's putting out some really cool stuff. Uh, did you see... The Alice in Wonderland set from Mooncat. I knew you were going to say that. My <laughs> goodness. Stupid. Stupid good. Stupid. Mooncat, stop. I don't... <laughs> You're not in the budget. I did end up buying uh, two of the polishes. I could not justify the whole set right now. And it's very limited. So I know I'm never going to get the box. But like, oh, if you got... If you managed, dear audience, to get the box, please send me pictures. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. It's like a jewelry box style. I've never seen this with nail polish before. You open it up and there's a drawer in it with more nail polish. It's so cool. <laughs> and of course, it's Alice in Wonderland. I very nearly bought it for my sister. I very nearly did. Oh my goodness. And what? It's got, I'm trying to remember now, six or eight polishes in there. I think it was eight. Uh, Maybe it was six. Yeah. Anyway. I don't know. We don't have- <laughs> it was a number um, of polishes there were it was a number of polishes uh stickers a file a magnet like oh it's so cool but yeah i couldn't couldn't justify getting the whole set right mm-hmm. before polish and beauty expo but boy i was tempted <laughs> <laughs> i may buy cheshire cat if i can but let's mm-hmm. be real i probably won't <laughs> i ended up going with i wish i hadn't cried so much and mad hatter because i felt like those were the two i wish i hadn't cried so much i just like I just really liked that. And then I had to get one character polish. So I got Mad Hatter. Um, and I also, in that order, went ahead and got Sabretooth because everyone's freaking out about it. And I want to know what's up. <laughs> Me too. I think you're all lying. <laughs> yeah. Well, if it's anything like Flight of the Monarchs, because that one really took me by surprise, oh. then I'll, I'll get it. Because Flight of the Monarchs, honestly, I was like, oh, that's a pretty orange polish, like whatever. But then you look a little closer and you're like, the polish isn't orange. It's purple. It's a purple jelly base with an orange shimmer. How'd they do that? How'd it look like that? Why is that amazing? And I bought it and I wore it and I was like, oh my God, I get it. I'm hoping the same sensation happens with Sabretooth. So yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> I love it when there's such a contrasting shimmer that you lose the original base color, but it adds. Yeah, you can still see it on the edges. Touch. And it Ooh, adds mwah. A f- mm, mwah. Yes, yes, that's this. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, my, my reaction to FOMO usually is, um, 
is, oh, oh, would you look at the time? And then I run back into my house and go, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. Don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. Don't do it, don't do it. Yep. And I tell people, like, people will ask me to, like, enable them. And I'm like, don't do it. And now, and now, now Gidge is mad at me. And now I'm not but Oh, my goodness. It's so funny. We have a chatter named Gidge. She's one of my mods now. One of my mods. One of your mods now. Um, Absolutely adore them uh loves red nail polish and only red nail polish and only red nail polish and i believe it was the last polish pickup bingo we saw red on there it was it was really pretty and gage was like should should i get it and and stephanie was like no hold off or whatever yeah it was like really expensive and they were like waffling and i'm like no there'll be other reds if this is like yeah there'll be other reds um apparently there are not other reds there, there will never be other reds i am on butt and last night they have been trying to do their nails for days now and like yeah. they've been like oh what do i do what do i do what do i do and last night they they went into chat um into the discord and go like you know what what do i do and i was like man i wish i could help but i'm on butt so because <laughs> they call people butt when they're cool um apparently yes. it is a colette thing a colette mslp thing maybe i guess or maybe okay. it's just a gidge thing um but gidge yeah <laughs> the colette lore goes deep she's been streaming for a long time so it's hard to tell like, the exact origin of things but gidge's <laughs> response was am i being blackmailed <laughs> And yeah, yes. actually, you are. <laughs> you are. <laughs> I will. I will tell you how to do your nails. What do you let me be but again? Um, and with that, I think it's time to oil our cutes. So yes. uh, let's let's go oil our cutes, and then when we come back, we're gonna answer some audience questions. Let's go. Hey everyone, it's Stephanie, and I'm here to tell you that Polish Pickup Bingo is back on Sunday, July 2nd at 4pm PST on the Fanatic Your Twitch channel. And it's Rewind, which means makers will be re-releasing some of their old favorites. So get your wallets ready, double check your spreadsheets, and join us for a night of fun and bad financial choices as we buy every single polish we regret missing out on. Stay lacquered! All right, everybody, we are back. We are moisturized in our lane, thriving. I said that to my husband the other day. He did not know that joke. And I was like, this is a part of my everyday life. How did that happen? However, there is a huge, big, huge, large, many different describers of things that are big. Um, Thing that we did not mention, which is that we now have, thanks to... Miss Danny Shout here, <laughs> a YouTube channel. YouTube channel. Ah! Okay, I I uh, I suppressed it because it was traumatizing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it really was. But yes, though. it really was though. But it's done. It's good to go. It's running. You can enjoy all of our episodes with our fun background, and uh, eventually I will probably go back and add like. <laughs> little cards and links and stuff but not right now i've had enough <laughs> yeah we're, we we've always wanted to do annotated versions of the episodes where we like put up you know the polish we're talking about whatever and i think both of us we we were falling into the perfectionism trap yes yes exactly we were. <laughs> and um done is better than perfect but mm-hmm. i will say that what danny has done is damn near perfect <laughs> 
thank you. I'm very happy with that. It's cute. Oh, they came out real cute. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're in order, which I know doesn't sound like a big deal, but trust me, it is. <laughs> I have been like, I have been like fuming, basically. And people are like, what? So like, I'm like, oh, I'm just so annoyed about the podcast right now. Like, why? And I'm like, I can explain it to you, but like, do you have an hour for me to like tell you the like ins and outs of <laughs> literally I had like, I had a friend over the other night and he is like a computer professional and I was <laughs> like showing him, you know, like about the podcast and I was like, do you know what an RSS feed is? And he was like, no. And I was like, <sighs> like <laughs> even <different> world. Yeah. <laughs> even people who are in the know, like are are not in the nose the 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 long and short is is that we automatically upload our episodes everywhere when we upload them to one place except Mm -hmm. for youtube except for youtube because you need a video (laughs) to go with your audio on youtube even though there's youtube music right which is where the perfectionism really came in because we're like oh if we're gonna bother making a video we should yeah like you said do the annotator where we show pictures and link to thing that uh, yada 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 the to-do list went on for miles and it was just never gonna happen <laughs> absolutely um we finally danny made all the videos mm-hmm. and uploaded them all in order mm-hmm. and then youtube said <laughs> no <laughs> no yeah so i uploaded them to private i think all in order and they were good to go and then you can select multiple videos at once so i just did that I select them all and i said change to public thinking they would stay in the same order I uploaded them in. And YouTube went, nah, and just put them in a random order. And I was like, hello, sir. We tried every like quick fix we could think of. And there was no quick fix. We had to delete all of the videos, which took days to upload. <laughs> yeah. 19 episodes. Um, and I spent a couple more days re-uploading them all in order, publishing them immediately while we only had like three subscribers. <laughs> Because we hadn't officially announced it yet. Um, And yeah, now they're up there. They're in order. I foolishly tried to stream while it was uploading in the background. (laughs) That was that was silly. That was I I should know more about computers than that. (laughs) My computer couldn't handle that. So that was rough. But, (laughs) you know, I feel you, though, because like my setup can handle me so well. Uh-huh. While I'm streaming that I can just like assume that it can handle everything. And sometimes I'm like, right? oh, wait, <laughs> you have limits. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. yeah. Whoopsies. Yeah. I had to apologize to Queen Jelly over here. That's the name of my computer. Absolutely adore her. But she that was too much for her. She's a powerful machine, but not that powerful. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I can move a mountain, but not that big of a mountain. Right, not the whole range. Yes, exactly. <laughs> But yes, so check out our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at two lacquered ladies, all spelled out, T-W-O. I'm not going to spell the rest. All the rest. (laughs) (laughs) There'll be a link in the description of this episode. Yes. Um, And what's so cool, what we are so excited about is that now when we say stuff like tell us things or whatever, Mm -hmm. you can go to the YouTube episode and you can comment on it and you can, you can react. Yes. And ask us questions to answer and everything. Yeah. It's so much easier than, you know, if you're not a discord fan, because discord is a little scary. It is. (laughs) Now, if you are a discord fan, please hop on in. It's a good time fanatic years fun house um and then of course you can ask your audience questions there and we are we are guaranteed to see it in the discord 
We are not guaranteed to see it on YouTube, but uh, we will do our best. And so please feel free to comment your stories and your questions and your thoughts and opinions on things. We want to we want to hear it. Yes, please like, comment, subscribe, um, salute, dedicate yourself. Um <laughs> Pledge yourself to the yes. two lacquers banner. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, but really, just uh, if you could subscribe, that would be so incredible to us. And mm-hmm. we are so excited to be finally kind of getting into YouTube and uh, getting them out there to that audience and just seeing where that takes us. Because as you know, if you've been listening, Danny and I struggle with the tube. <laughs> um, but, <We> do. <laughs> but you know what? This will make it a little bit less scary. And I'm so excited. I'm so mm-hmm. grateful to you, Danny. I'm so grateful to you. <laughs> oh. Once once I got the like the foundation done, they, they were honestly pretty quick to put together. But um yeah, YouTube YouTube gave us a hard time, but we we powered through. We got there. We did. We had a bit of a crisis, but we were there together. Um, yes. and, and that's that's how that's how we work best. Um. So so yes. Uh, audience questions, Danny. Do you want to lead us into the audience questions? Because I don't have them yes. in front of me. <laughs> Yes. Uh, so these are both from the Discord. Obviously, we just got the YouTube up. Um, this one is from our good friend, Windidimus, uh, and she Just asked, made affiliate! Who just made affiliate? Congratulations, Wendy. Yes! You deserve it. You are awesome. Please check out her channel. We will leave her link in the description so you can go check her out. Wonderful streamer. She also makes YouTube videos. Uh, just a delight. Absolute delight. She's so much fun. Yeah. You can usually hear a cat meowing in the background, and it's it's really great. <laughs> Okay, so what she uh, ask? <laughs> she wants to know what is our polished pet peeves. Uh, some examples she gives, which I'm assuming are her pet peeves: regular polish labeled as gel, oh yeah, mm. skinny brushes, etc. And I latched onto that one because I tell you what, skinny brush don't get the job done. <laughs> I need my wide, flat, rounded tips, please. I want to cover that nail in two strokes, and that's it. <laughs> Everything you said sounded dirty to me right there. <laughs> Uh, I agree, though. I'm not a huge fan of the skinny brushes. My my big pet peeve with brushes, though, mm-hmm. like the width is not the biggest problem for me. Mm-hmm. It's the shape. I hate yeah. when they are a blunt square. Who has blunt square nails? Who? Who? Apparently Kelly Marissa, <laughs> because her favorite brush <laughs> is OPIs. And I'm like... Why? How? <laughs> I used to be like, no, they're all fine because I don't know. I think I saw somebody post that like, you, I think it was Nick because he's a bully. Like, why do people complain about brush <laughs> shapes? Just like get good, basically. Because um, yeah. he would. But, uh, <laughs> but like, sorry, I'm not good. Apparently, I don't want to get good. I want, I want, I want them to do it for me. Do it, yeah. do it for me. Orly does it for me. That's why they have two drawers and I have half a drawer of OPI. Okay. Yep. No, Orly brushes are mm, chef's kiss the best. Yeah. Uh, they're wide. They're rounded. They carry a good amount of polish, and you can overload the. I mean, you can overload any brush, right? But like, I just feel like I have a lot more control with an Orly brush versus a lot of other brushes. They're not too wide. You're not too wide. Exactly. Not like there are. I have seen some where like it comes out and the brush is like wider than my nail, and I'm like, hello. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
like like my pinky nail you know what i mean like the thumb okay it's fine but when i get to the pinky yeah (laughs) where do i go (laughs) um i will give skinny brushes one one positive and that is for gradients so like i did a rainbow gradient not too long ago Mm. for pride month and fitting seven colors onto a sponge with wide brushes it can be done but it's a lot easier with skinny brushes so i will i will give skinny brushes that um i think my other big polish pet peeve is that just the fact that thermals die and i did not know that until I had like acquired quite a few. And then I went back and tried to paint with them. And I was like, oh no, <laughs> they're all dead. Now I keep them in the fridge. Now I have learned. They seem to last much, much longer if you keep your thermals in the fridge. But they can't, they, you can't resurrect them. I have tried. <laughs> That's probably my biggest polish pet peeve is that thermals do die because I I'm honestly I wrote down (laughs) notes for our next audience question but not this one and I'm like what are my pet peeves and I'm like basically these but now that I'm thinking about it I do have a few other pet peeves I think that one of my biggest pet peeves is a patchy polish oh that's yeah that's a good that's a good pet peeve in that I also absolutely hate that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hate Apache polish. I hate mm-hmm. it. I have a few polishes that, and they're often, often they're neons, because um, this is just kind of a problem indicative to neons, that like, no matter how many layers you do, they just still have uneven coverage, mm-hmm. no matter what you do. And one polish that really sticks out in my mind, which is not a neon, and is a very popular polish that I absolutely, I own and I hate <laughs> is ballet slippers. The one that supposedly Queen Elizabeth II was the only nail polish she would wear by Essie. That came out weird, but I'm not going to redo it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I gotcha. <laughs> it's like a pink crelly mm-hmm. that ends up sheer. But it's patchy the whole way down. And because it's sheer, it just continues to be patchy. And I'm like, why? Why is this one of the most popular? I hate that. And then I think my last, like, big pet peeve is going to be, Mm -hmm. I think, a bit controversial, especially amongst um, the hollow taco stands in our audience. (laughs) And in your podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) And in our our Discord chats and in our podcasts. (laughs) <laughs> sitting right across from you sitting right across from me is i um really really hate a white that is too thick okay fair fair for fair. nail art in general i would rather mm-hmm. have something of course not milky in general yeah. i'm honestly for actually water marbling it's better if it's milky in my opinion, because especially if you're doing it over white, it doesn't really matter, et cetera, et cetera. It's thinner. But like, of course, the original not milky white got reformulated for a reason. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> that was that was rough. Hollow taco is how I started my polish journey. So much like with the glossy taco, I kind of thought it was user error. I didn't realize that polishes could be wrong. And po- and that polish was wrong. <laughs> that polish was wrong. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and another polish I think is wrong is Kelly Marissa's favorite, which is OPI Alpine Snow. I swear to God, it breaks the laws of physics. No matter how much thinner you add to it, it is still dry and chunky and uneven. Yep. 
like it it just it just eats it it just eats it it stores it mm-hmm. in its second thinner stomach out of the bottle <laughs> <laughs> just continues to be awful and like if i'm doing a full white manicure which i don't but if i am like honestly i would rather it be a milky white there's a reason that funny bunny by opi which is their milky white is a bigger bestseller and has people actually wearing it versus Alpine Snow, which is still a, a big seller. But like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I I follow OPI. They often will like list their bestsellers for some mm-hmm. reason. Um, I like that. I, it's like uh, when Hollow mm. Taco, when they, they do their uh, breakdown stream of like the top sellers, worst sellers and that kind of stuff. I think data is interesting. And so, yeah, that is interesting that a milky white beats out a supposed one coat white. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But no, I, I hate Alpine snow. I tried to make it work for so long because I love Kelly and I was like, I just want to, I just want to be her, you know? Um, <laughs> but yeah, if you're looking for, if you're looking for a not milky white, of course, hollow tacos, new, not milky white, it's fine. It's good. It's good. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's great. I don't have it. But uh, my favorite is Orly's White Tips. Yeah. I was going to say the, the Orly is the one I see you use most often. And it looks pretty good. If I'm going to do a full... So I use Hollow Tacos Not Milky White for nail art mm-hmm. um, because it is it does get really nice coverage and stuff, especially if you are backing a stamp so that it really pops, that that's a good one. But if I'm going to do a full white manicure, I'm going to use Mooncat's White Rabbit. It's not milky, but it's also so workable. Like, it is so easy to work with. So, yeah. Yeah. Highly recommend Mooncat. I was, as soon as you said that, I was like, oh, I forgot White Rabbit because White Rabbit is my special occasion white. Uh, I only use it, I almost only use it if I am doing a manicure with the rest of the Technicolor Dreams collection. Yes. Um, which is still, honestly, honestly, the longer it goes on, that's my favorite collection of all time so far. Um, you know, won our best collection last year. Yeah. With, I mean, it is... It is so useful. It is one of the few that actually gets to live up on the rack here. I have some nail polish racks next to me for the specials. <laughs> yeah. And that that has a permanent place within easy reach for when I'm doing nail art. Because it, yeah, it's pastel neon, huge 11 polish collection. You can't go wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The only way you can go wrong is the price per ounce, which is why it's special uh, yeah. occasion. <laughs> yes. True, true, true. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's the, I think those are my only polish pet peeves. I have one more that's not related to polish. It's related to biology, physics, whatever you want to blame. And that's the fact that nails break because I have suffered my annual huge nail break. <laughs> I seem to have one once every year. Uh, last year it happened right before October, which was heartbreaking because all my Halloween manis were on shorties. And there's nothing wrong with short nails, y'all. If you're rocking shorties, you do you, enjoy it. You know, I, I'm learning to love it. I miss the real estate. Um, I don't know if you've ever had to downsize a house. Uh, <laughs> all of a sudden you have less room for activities. <laughs> it's really hard. When you get used to thinking of nail art on a certain size nail, it's kind of hard to adjust to a smaller size. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been struggling with my little shorties, but I'm I'm going to own it. I'm going to love them. <laughs> You're going to get through me through the rest of the summer. I am going to be at PBE with short natural nails or long press-ons. I have not decided yet. 
you know, you're going to have a, a few weeks, about three weeks before you're you're going to be there. And uh, you might be surprised how, how long they grow in that time. Yeah, I think they obviously won't get back to where they were yeah. uh, by any means. But yeah, I'll have a free edge to work with. I might be able to even shape them a little mm-hmm. bit because um, right now they are right, right against the, the line. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll see where we're at in three weeks. But yeah. my nails tend to grow a, a little on the slow side. So yeah. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, I, I obviously I don't like nail breaks, especially if they're painful, which thank goodness I have never experienced uh, in oh. my nail artist journey. I've broken yes. like mostly like, you know, toenails in painful ways before in my life. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I, I cannot have longer to like my toenails must be kept at the bare minimum short because <laughs> everyone's toenails must be kept <laughs> or <Yeah>. else I <laughs> will <laughs> or, else I, or else I will be upset um except for this one woman on YouTube who mm-hmm. like grows out her natural toenails I haven't seen her upload a video in a long time like <laughs> I promise I'm not a foot fetishist, everybody. Not that there's anything wrong with that. However, like one lady, one lady, it Mm. actually works for. I don't know how she does it in her life. I don't know. Yeah. But I'm like, you know what? I'm looking at this and I'm not viscerally repulsed. So I think that (laughs) you are really winning. I have no idea what this lady's name is. Uh, comment below if you're on youtube (laughs) listening and you know who the long the pretty long toenail lady i'm not looking for those pictures of people the long acrylic toenails that people put into like you know not that again (laughs) as long as you're hurting anybody you're fine but (laughs) but you're hurting me when i have to look at it (laughs) exactly exactly and people used to put it in these nail groups i was in as like almost a jump scare yeah Our next question is from Lilu, uh, and she wants to know, what do you think the next big nail trend is going to be? Such as, uh, so she gave the example, Sally Hansen's Chrome made a comeback. Chrome did have a little, a Mm -hmm. little moment there. I feel like it's kind of gone already. It was a, it was a brief moment. It's a fast fashion cycle. (laughs) Uh, Yes, really. (laughs) But then she adds Crackle, perhaps. I feel like Crackle might come back. I see, I see people kind of missing Crackle. Uh, and textured in parentheses, ew. <laughs> I disagree with. Well, that's just like her opinion, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think textured polish is cool. <laughs> uh, I think that she's right. I think that mm-hmm. textured is going to be coming in. I think that um, crackle people, I see people all over right now going like, when is Crackle coming back? And I'm like, Mm -hmm. why are you asking? It's back. Why are you, exactly, (laughs) why are you asking? (laughs) Like you're, it's, I see it, you posted it. Um, Mm -hmm. I I do, I think, I I agree with those, but Danny, what, what do you think? I agree with the textured, uh, because even Weird Manny Squad's theme for this next month is texture. Um, which is giving me a big dilemma because I'm like, do I go with street sand or lizard skin? Like, I don't know. I have so many good options. Oh, um, thank God, because I keep forgetting to say, hey, you gonna do street sand? <laughs> I, yeah, I, I need to. I'm gonna bring back street sand. Let's let's be real. Um, <laughs> they gotta see it. The they don't know. <laughs> they don't know. They need to know. Um, of that time I collected sand off my street street sand. <laughs> I think. Um. 
along with these kind of funky little one-off things like textures and crackles and stuff, I, I'm seeing more and more plant-based and eco-friendly formulas, especially, um, shout out to Picture Polish, has a whole line of plant-based polishes. They are getting rid of their old inventory and replacing with this new formula, and I think that's amazing. Cirque just switched, I think, all their caps to fully recycled plastic, which is awesome. Uh, So packaging formulas, more ethically sourced. I think more and more attention is being drawn to that, which makes me very happy. So yeah, that's my hope is that the polish world, it's not a, it's not an earth friendly hobby. And we're all aware of that. And we we do our best to mitigate it and make up for it in other ways uh, as individuals. But as companies, nail polish companies are really the ones in control of how well that looks for the future. So I'm very excited to see more focus on that. Mm-hmm. The other potential I see coming, this new uh, Barbie movie, I'm very much hoping will make neons even more popular than they already oh, are. Your, your mouth to nail polish God's ear. <laughs> <laughs> Coming out on July 21st. I just looked it up yesterday because um, Mm -hmm. I'm going to be on my road trip like while it's out. And I just want every single polish company to release an entire set of Barbie nail polishes that are neon pink and wild neon based off of like the the outfit of them with the the rollerblades. The rollerblading outfit. Could you imagine a flaky? Neon 90s Barbie. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Cirque. This is you. We're calling to you. Cirque Colors. Cirque Colors. Yes. (laughs) Cirque Colors, Mooncat. I think they both, they would nail it. It would be a fan and when we're talking um, indie indie brands, I think of Jill and yes. I think of our new friend Plus Life Lacquer because yes. I think that Plus Life is also really good on the Crelly game, really yes. good on the Flaky game. Like, and I've placed since since to the Taco Bell collection, I've placed three separate orders. Nice. Because uh, <laughs> I just keep going like, oh, but I want the, oh, but I forgot, oh, but I didn't. Mm. So, mm-hmm. that, mm, yeah. Um. So, y'all. That's all I'm saying. No, <laughs> no I'm uh, I'm going to speak uh, specifically to Summer here. So everyone else, you can, you know, pause like, it. Oil your no. cutes. Um, yeah. <laughs> Summer, there was this Barbie game that I was obsessed with as a kid where she, I don't even know what the plot was. She was a diver and she would explore shipwrecks and there was dolphin friends. And please, Summer, please. please. <laughs> can, we have, can we have a Barbie <laughs> collection? But like Bar- specifically the Barbie games collections. Oh my gosh. They were so bad. They were not good games, but I adored them. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, tangent time. So <laughs> this just makes me think of, I had an American girl game where basically you could like do little plays with mm. the characters from the books, the American girls, and you'd have different settings. Mm-hmm. You'd be able to use different girls in the settings and there would be different animations and you could enter in text and like a very bad text to speech would read it, which was like pretty funny because you'd be like, these are the little girls supposed to be talking and it's actually like this like grown woman kind of like <laughs> computerized voice reading it. Yes. And <laughs> man, I I made some some edgy content. <laughs> with the American Girl game. I also made some, like, very normal content with it, but, like, yeah. I I did 
It's some things, man, and some stuff. <laughs> I tell my husband this all the time. I I love my age. Like, I love that we got to see, like, the beginning of the internet. And not the very beginning, but, like, you know, these old games, uh, these uh, this text-to-speech thing. Because I remember... I must have been second or third grade, very young. I have this memory of my English teacher. We all like wrote a story together as a class. So of course, you know, it was like a bunch of like little kids. It was very goofy. She had a read aloud program that had a bunch of different voices, including one that sounded like it was underwater with bubbles Ah! and one where it was like extra slowed down. And it was so goofy and silly. And I'm like, can you even find stuff like that anymore? Like easily? Yeah. Like I, it's just, it was a magical time. The beginning of computers in the classroom and and yeah, American Girl doll (laughs) video game. It really was. And there's a reason this analog stuff, you know, analog horror Mm -hmm. and things that kind of feel like the 90s, feel like the 80s, feel like the early 2000s um, are coming back in style. I think one thing is because um, they're easy to do at home because they used to do them Um, and they (laughs) and it was not high quality a lot of the time. And, you know, of course, of course, nostalgia. But it's just, it's really fun. It's fun. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel like we as a culture kind of go through these cycles of like extremely polished to extremely funky, polished to funky, polished to funky. You know, it's just how life is. Yes. I'm so glad the like white on white design is finally starting to, I feel like it's finally starting on its way out because last night while I was, uh decluttering and cleaning i had a just an autoplay on youtube going of dark academia witch cottage decor ideas videos yes (laughs) i was like what is this weird corner of the internet i love it yes (laughs) i i definitely think that you are absolutely right with the trends and especially the eco-friendly trends Mm -hmm. i absolutely hope that that is the direction we're going i would love to see like personally in like the world i would love to see a rise of more stuff that like is biodegradable like i am not a you're an environmental scientist but neither of us are material scientists chemists things i'm not a chemist exactly absolutely don't get it (laughs) but but if there are chemists listening and I feel like there probably are because we tend to uh, attract a sciencey crowd, which, um, yeah. thank you, dream, <laughs> the best possible outcome. Um, oh, yeah. But like, I would love to see in general, but also specifically in nail polish, you know, like I have like compostable bags that I use mm-hmm. to like, you know, in my my kitchen, mostly to put like to put my cat poop in because they're very small. Um, <laughs> and then I keep them forever. No, I throw them out. <laughs> but for, you know. Add to my collection. My collection. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, we've got these cool uh, cornstarch based biodegradable dog poop bags, which yeah. sounds like they would just like fall apart. But no, they work great. And they're like soft. I don't know. I like them. I will say don't keep them in your car. Um, they did not last sitting in the hot in the hot car uh but other than that they've worked great so yeah more more packaging like that i think that we as a culture have this kind of contrary idea of things should last forever but also things should be as cheap as possible and Mm -hmm. that combo is causing a huge problem with plastics 
Um, mm-hmm. So maybe make nail polish bottles that last 100 years. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe make nail polish bottles that last 50 years. I don't, like I said, like, I am not a chemist. I Am I am I throwing out something that's completely ridiculous? But glass is great. Like, glass. Glass is great. Glass is great. So, so yeah, I, I really hope that things start going in a more eco-friendly direction because, mm-hmm. um, obviously, that's what we need. Um, and mm-hmm. I, I think that what is really going to be popular coming up amongst especially, like, people like us people in the really niche communities, but even even in a bigger, a larger sense, is um just getting really weird with it. I think <laughs> we are on, we are at the dawning of the age of the weirdness. <laughs> yes, I'm ready. I'm ready. Right? <laughs> I feel it in my bones. So we're starting with, you know, we're, we're easing, dipping our toe, the crackle, um, mm-hmm. the texture polishes. I think those are going to be getting bigger and bigger and bigger. I think that mm-hmm. Pruglies, I think that those are going to be a huge trend. They're yes. already becoming a trend, but I think it's going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. We're going to get so Prugly that eventually we're going to have like a high fashion phase to just cleanse yes. the palette. Um, but like, <laughs> let's get, let's get real. Let's get real gross. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of great pruglies coming back to polish pickup. Um, yes. The one that I think I will be getting is I like when the red water comes out because Hillary has been talking about that forever. I'm so glad I want to get that one too. And it's, it's all Hillary's fault. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's all Hillary's fault. I tried to watch salad fingers. It was, you know, I watched some of it and like, it was effective. Um, yeah. <laughs> in being kind of weird and creepy, but I was just kind of like, I don't really have enough time to watch all of this right now. Um, <laughs> so I'm really looking forward to the weird times, everybody mm-hmm. give us the weird times. I think that you won't regret it. I think that people yeah. are, are here for the weird. I think they're here for the prugly. Give us just weird stuff. Make it chunky. Make it weird. Because mm-hmm. uh, to be completely honest, the world is weird right now. And it has been for a while. We might as well fully embrace it and be like, this is the this is the timeline we're in. Let's let's put it on our nails. <laughs> Absolutely. So that's what I see for the future is just yeah. weirdness upon weirdness. And I'm ready for mm-hmm. it. Uh, I accept our weird overlords. Um, yes. By which I mean, Hillary, mm-hmm. <laughs> you are my weird overlord. Thank you. She she is. I Oh, my God. Did you see her eat sugar scrub on her last one of her last videos? I love this woman. <laughs> I love her so much. I literally. Okay. So I had it on because <laughs> I had it on <laughs> and I was like decluttering as we do. I yes. was in my office. I was working, whatever. I, I hear, I'm not watching. I hear from across the room her going like, this does smell like Fruity Pebbles though. <laughs> I wonder, and I was literally, I literally said out loud, no, girl, no. Oh my God. Oh my God. I ran over to my she computer. <laughs> and I was like, ah! <laughs> It's gonna, it is going to taste like it. I bet you. I bet you. I bet oh, yeah. you. I used to make my own sugar scrub and my weird ex-boyfriend, like, because he could sometimes would eat it because he just thought it was funny, um, which it kind of <laughs> was because like it was literally olive oil and sugar. That's all it was. Right. Um, so like, I was like, no, oh my God, is she, is she? And I was like, I saw it and I was just, I was just like, yes, yes. <laughs> oh no. Yes. No. You know, like. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, Hillary, 
darling, Ooh. I'm so proud of you. Um, <laughs> Show them who you are, baby. <laughs> Anyway, I think that's enough for today. Please make sure to check out our YouTube channel and leave a comment with your favorite moment, the story to share, and of course, any questions you'd like us to answer in future episodes. Thank you all so much for listening. Be sure to check out Danny and I on Twitch, Instagram, and YouTube. I am Fanatic here. She is Danny Shout. All of our links are in the description. Join us next time when we have mediocre manis on for a blind sugar scrub taste test. Stay lacquered.